Are people trick-or-treating tonight? Are there people out trick-or-treating? No, it'd be the, tomorrow. The weather's fucking horrible. Why would they? Yeah, They'll it, trick-or-treat tomorrow. Why not Sunday? Like, Yeah. Because you don't trick-or-treat on Sundays. That's like the God's... You can't do Satan's uh, holiday on God's I, day. I disagree. Uh, well, yeah, I think that's when people are trick-or-treating. But when I was a kid, if Halloween fell on a Sunday, you trick-or-treated on a Saturday. Devil's night, baby. Yeah, we're going to go out and do devil things while kids are trick-or-treating. It will be fun. All right, that my note. Okay. One thing is sure, thought Jonathan. When you're the son of vampires, there's never a dull moment. <laughs> I have no clue what you're about to talk about tonight. I'm going to but... say I disagree. There seems to be a lot of dull moments. <laughs> <laughs> How long is this book? Is it like 120 pages of dull moments? I want to know the number of words that are in this thing. <laughs> it's like a very long BuzzFeed article. So is the book is short? or? I, I mean, yeah, it's like a young reader. Yeah. It's like a, With pictures. It's like, it's, <laughs> yes, it does have pictures, which made me excited. I was like, wow. oh, thank oh. God. So it's not even YA. You're kind of cheating on this one. Well, we cheated because our guest requested it. So let's oh, okay. get started right. on this episode. Introduce this. The the age is on this from Scholastic. This is an RL four, whatever reading level that is at fourth grade. So it's eight to twelve. But if you're a twelve year old reading this, you're you're a baby kid that plays with toys yeah. too late. <laughs> none of the, none of the men on this call did that. <laughs> uh, I would say that. <laughs> if, if you're okay, John. <laughs> if you're a 12 year old reading this you're probably scared by it you you find this scary and challenging would you like banicula yeah banicula? no, no th that would be too scary for you you wouldn't go near that no you know i've never read that book neither have i I think we read it in school i think like our teacher read it to us that's the kind of baby shit we're talking about yeah i think my teacher read it to me too but i think i fell asleep i did go to those it was oh. for babies anyway what, okay, what so is, sorry. What is Benicula? I'm not not what is it, but what oh. is he a vampire uh, rabbit? It's a vampire, it's a vampire bunny, bunny, right? Right. What's vampire wrong with rabbit. him though? <laughs> what happened? He like to him? sucks all the vegetables dry or something. Was instead he of people? Was he in some kind of science experiment gone wrong? I don't. I can't. I I've never read it. John, he do was, you know? Maybe he was bitten by a vampire. I was not dabbling in Satan's YA. <laughs> They were not allowed Is to read Is this Jerry Benicula. Spinelli? No, James Howe. Okay. What happened to Benicula? Okay. People ask. That's the top question. Oh, no. They're asking oh. about a TV series. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Second question. How did Benicula become a vampire? After some discussion, the family decides to adopt him. And since they found him at the movie Dracula, they decide to call him Benicula. Okay. So it just sounds... Okay. After reading a book on vampires, a jealous Chester becomes convinced that... Benicula is a vampire. So I think he's just a regular bunny. Because mm. the next question is, is Benicula scary? Parents need to know that Benicula is about a vampire rabbit, but the horror aspect of the plot is mild. I don't know. It seems pretty scary. Are you reading like common sense media? No, no, no. I'm, this is just, oh, this is shit. This actually is common sense media is the top thing here. <laughs> this is just like people oh also God. ask, is Benicula actually a vampire? And this says... He, Benicula sucks the juice out of vegetables. So, That's what I said. I'm saying this is right. this is a very thin premise. <laughs> for, well, maybe next year we should books. dive deep into Benicula and see what's going on with it. There uh, are seven for, books in the series. Oof. Published That's over three decades. Holy crap. 
This is a slow burn writer, not like, like an R.L. Stein like just shitting them out. It's like a song of ice and fire for children. Panicula is years. allergic to sunflowers. You should know that. Mm, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So. Introduce us. Are we ready? Yep. Yes. Okay. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Are You There Pod? It's me, Jessica. It's me. I just, it's me, Josh. I just thought I need to have Thank a spooky you. name. Like, I didn't think that until just then. And then I paused uh, for a second thinking I could come up with something really fast, and I couldn't. It's Jigsaw Josh. Ooh, yeah, yeah, there, there, we, there we go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And Josh, Jigsaw Josh, what do we do on this podcast? Uh, well, recently... Me and Blake have uh, uh, flirted with cancellation by uh, disparaging <laughs> feminist classics. Does that get you? Can- I guess that does get you canceled. People were mad, mad. People Wait, got mad. <laughs> Some people were mad, mad. Wait, what happened? It was just Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just her. Wait, what happened? She just said, like, uh, apparently we Josh weren't was- allowed to have opinions about Jennifer's body. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, men men can't oh, men can't from speak our on bonus it. episode. Yeah, what did you think we were talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Good grief! It Sorry, I forgot about that. It's, it's been, been so long since long. we recorded. Look, that's how you, that's how we get subscribers. They need to see what uh, what horrible content. Like, <laughs> what are we saying behind the paywall? Are we saying Roman Polanski innocent? I don't know. You have to you have well, to subscribe yeah. to find out. Hey, I can definitely do, tell you that that would not own, happen on my podcast. Do your own research on that one. I have to point out if if my counting is correct in the regular the regular episodes this would be episode number 50. Wow. Over almost 3 years. We did it. <laughs> we made it. 2 years. Uh, no, I, I I forget. Honestly, I don't jo- know what I, don't know. I feel like this jo- has been a lifetime. I, I was going to say it's closer to 4 like years. <laughs> no, yeah, it's probably. Not, it's, not it's been a while. 4. Surely not. Yeah, more like 3. Well, at some point okay. we were recording, and I left to go to a uh, Mike Bloomberg event. So that would have been <laughs> a very specific time, because I think he he ran for president for about a month. Yeah, that right. was a good time. Right. We still had so much hope for the future. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we what still a time. we still had the chance to have a president Bloomberg. We were filled with hope. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, Tonight, we have a very special guest joining us. Joshua, do you want to introduce our guest? Yes, my brother. You tell him. (laughs) (laughs) What am I supposed to say? You give his his CV. Uh, Coming back two times. Oh, is it a two-timer? This time with a lot less incest. (laughs) Yes, he was last one talking about... Which one did we talk uh, about? I I assume it was one of the V.C. Andrews. (laughs) It was was the second V.C. Andrews book, John. You want to talk about it a little bit? I don't. No, we, I we're not relitigating that book. We're not. <laughs> we're not going back into that book. One was star. that one? In, was that in the flesh here? All of us? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was. That's that was early, early. Now we're sometime between two from... and four years ago. <laughs> yeah, could be anywhere in there. <laughs> well, tonight yeah. our special guest actually got very excited and requested the book. That we are going to discuss tonight. And that book, Joshua, do you want to talk about it? 
Uh, yeah, it's called Ma and Pa Dracula. He <laughs> sounds so excited. Why did Why did John? Okay, John. Why did you? Let's, yeah, let's something? roll this back a little bit. <laughs> okay, okay, no, okay, no, okay. no. Let's pump this up. Is he was super excited about this? <laughs> okay, I should probably request to see what your cover looks like because, mm. yeah, that's a go. regular YA book. What? So the cover of the reissue of the ebook, which is what I saw. It, it has a crying child on the front cover. With yeah, I'm looking this up. Two adults turned around backwards, and it looks like it's self-published. And it looks like oh wow, this kid looks like he was abused. <laughs> oh no! And I thought this looks crazy. Here's a suggestion. Then I saw the author. Oh, oh my god! This is a, this is a horrible cover. This it is looks some so dark bad. shit. It, so, it's like bad Photoshop. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a terrible design, but this looks like one of those like a flyer you would see on the bus that says uh, like would give like a helpline. But I love at the top it still says author of the Babysitters Club. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the image that intrigued me enough to say, "Hey, what a read!" Yeah, the this cover, the one here where they're blue for some reason. Uh, yeah, spoiler <laughs> plate. Uh, when did Dracula's become blue? Well, either before or after they've feasted. Apparently, John is an as a monster e- expert. I, well, I would assume that they were Atlanteans that had been bitten by vampires. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, the cover of the ebook version of Anne M. Martin's Ma and Pa Dracula misled John into thinking this might be something worth discussion. Uh, and boy, was I wrong! It looks it <laughs> looks way more interesting than the the thing that we <laughs> that we have, which is a very what? When did this come out? Eighty? What? Oh, sorry, I had it written down. I think it was eighty nine. So she yeah. was already writing Babysitters Club at this point. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's Anne M. Martin. One for one for them, one for me. This is her. <laughs> this is her passion project. Is <laughs> Dracula. This is her inception, right? She was like, listen, yeah. I did three Batmans. Yeah. <laughs> now it's uh, time for me to do Inception. It's the project I always wanted to do. Exactly. So did I hate this book? Eh. Well, I guess we'll wait till I, our I, final. Well, I'll just say this. Do, do, you have to have some kind of strong feeling about something to hate it. And I can't imagine yeah. this book uh, producing strong feelings in one way or the, another in anyone. Not at all. Um so I'm gonna try to get this up on Halloween Day, maybe if if we're lucky, we'll because see. yeah, it's it's seasonal, right? Yes. So how spooky is this book? Not spooky. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any moments where there's even a suggestion of something being scary. Uh, I think when Toby stumbled upon um the parents' actual uh basement crypt area, maybe was spooky. Well, I <laughs> I think Toby seemed traumatized by I, it. I guess when you're sneaking to the store to buy garlic because you think that your parents might eat your friends, like if that had been yeah. written differently, <laughs> that could have <laughs> been scary. But that's just kind of an offhanded thing. <laughs> <laughs> or sleeping with garlic just in case your parents are hungry and might come prey upon you. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, that's another thing. He should have been holding a steak in that in that 
image, the cover image? Well, Joshua and I didn't even describe our cover image because yeah. I bought an actual paperback copy of the the book, and it is. Tell us. Explain it, Joshua. It's so it's it's a very nice suburban neighborhood, like a desperate housewives type uh, house in the background. Um, there's a little garden, and then there's just kind of a, a nice family standing outside in front facing the camera, except the there's a, a Dracula dad and a, a bride of Dracula. Is Dracula, what was she called? Draculette. Dracula. Yeah, there's a lady Dracula, <laughs> and they are both blue, uh, like an avatar creature, and then they have a little mm-hmm. nerdy poindexter son sitting or standing in front of them, and they have their hands on his shoulders. Yeah. Does that kid kind of look like the nerd in Stand By Me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. He may have literally been based on... (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I did not do much research on this because it's Anna Martin. We know who Anna Martin is. She wrote The Babysitter's Club. What else do you need to know? As Josh pointed out, this is her passion project. (laughs) Mon, Pod Dracula. (laughs) The publishing uh, Scholastic said, no, we don't want it. But she insisted. She said, you're not getting the next Christie adventure right. if you don't, if you don't publish <laughs> right. this. Look, this is a I, won't write another, I won't write another Claudia book until you guys publish Ma and Pa Dracula. I will kill off Claudia if you... <gasps> if you <laughs> <laughs> Claudia dies. <laughs> I'm going to have a vampire yeah. eat Claudia if you don't do Everyone's that. favorite. Oh, look, okay. Look at the Spanish, look at the Spanish cover. Why don't you show this to our friends who Ma e Ma e Pa Dracula. Okay. It's I can it's, get it's that. way it's way less actually this is the best one because it's like a drawing that doesn't look insane. What did they get a yeah, real I still don't, did they get a real Dracula for it? Well no. I just don't understand why the parents are so blue. Yeah, and the, and the, nobody's blue in this one in the Spanish one. There are a lot oh, of Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> These parents L- look a little L- bit cooler. Everyone should Google it because there are many cover versions. It's oh, okay. I like I like this one here um, yeah. that actually has the assistant on it too. Yeah. I bet this is the original. It is the original cover because this is consistent with the illustrations and the look okay, of the so person who did the interior illustrations did this cover. The one it, Dirk. The interior yes. illustrations are gone from the ebook. Oh, so you don't have the you don't have illustrations. Your... Oh, what you don't have the Dirk Zimmer yeah, illustrations in your ebook? The Dirk Zimmer. You don't have a, a Dracula sitting on his uh, son's bed talking to a very angry uh, youth. <laughs> I'm saying for the 99 cents I paid for this, I feel ripped off. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like Ouch. you lose a lot if you don't have the illustrations. There's a lot of subtext filled in by that, mm-hmm. you know, that you just won't get. So. Sorry about that. I will say, based on the way the cop is illustrated, Dirk Zimmer hates the police. <laughs> <laughs> Can you show the cop to the crowd, please? What? Uh, is he really <laughs> squat But also, he's obviously pulled over Nosferatu, and yet he has no problems <laughs> right, with Right, because whatsoever. she has no respect for the police. She thinks they can't do their job. I mean, he, he also pulls him <laughs> over going, what, like 95 <laughs> It was like 90, 92 and like a 40 or 50 mile per hour. I can't remember exactly. And he gives her a driver's license with a birth date from like the 1400s. And he says, this must be a misprint. What? Now, I want to know how he got that driver's license. <laughs> yeah. how? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we should just talk about the family, right? Would you call them the 
How would you say their last name? Premave? Primave? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you John? spell it? Uh, I was thinking it was Primave. Primave? It's P-R-I-M-A-V-E. Are there any accents? No. No, no. They There should be. They should have put one in. There probably Pre- is in Primavi. E and Mama Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Pre- Primave. Yes. Okay. So we're, yeah. we zoom in on the Primave family. They are moving to a new house, and the young protagonist, Jonathan, is too excited to sleep because he doesn't get to ride in a car very often, maybe once or twice a year when the family moves. So we know this family moves around a lot, right? So he uh, describes his parents and how they look remarkably alike. Um, They both have, well, according to the cover, they're blue According to they the according skin. to the reprint cover, like according to the Keep book it itself, true. like the illustrations, I, just know what I the don't think they're says. blue. Text says they have black hair, they have white teeth. Um, their teeth are very straight with two long pointy ones on the top on either side. They have fingernails that look like claws, and their ears are pointed. <laughs> pointed ears. And their skin is I wrote oh, they they're like their bodies are very, very thin, and their skin is icy cold. And also, we are told that his parents look very sick in the evening when they wake up, but they look healthy when they return from work in the early morning hours. So we also learn that this character has a schedule that is opposite from our schedules, right? Where he wakes up in the evenings and goes to bed when the sun comes up. So... So he does what his parents do, even though he's not a, a vampire. Well, he doesn't know. Well, we don't know anything about any of know. that. He doesn't know. How dumb is this? Well, his parents have well, outlawed things. Blake, we're in a, this is a uh, room type scenario. Like, okay. Like, now, he, I'm, now I'm listening. He's he's saying, good morning, lamp. Hello, sink. <laughs> like, hello, like, hello, coffin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, in his In the reality of his world... He reads books, and there's things like school, but these aren't real things. These are fantasy books. Well, those are even held back from him, right? Like, his parents get upset whenever he reads. His <laughs> his teacher, his tutor... His tutor, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Saginaw, who is helping to raise the child, basically in his waking hours when the parents are at work at the blood bank. Okay. Uh-huh. Do they give him blood and call it juice? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd, be good. That'd be too interesting, right? Yeah, see, I'd like that. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> the explanation for how they they get blood is so silly. <laughs> but like his his schedule is is nocturnal. His, he's nocturnal. Yeah. But also, what I was talking about were the books. Like his parents get upset whenever he, they found out he read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because now because he, he believes about in things TV. like TV mm-hmm. and turning into a blueberry. And uh, mm. chocolate rivers. <laughs> yes. So and a book about child torture. Let's let's be honest. But yes, but his parents have taught him to be suspicious of things like books because they don't portray an accurate reality because they don't want him to know about things like books or that sun that sunlight is real, I guess, <laughs> or schools are real, or there's a whole world that exists that exists like in the daytime. You See know? in. <sighs> So they get mad at Saginaw for for teaching him Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. But 
if this is the only world he knows, why would he assume this isn't just like reading about dragons? You know what I mean? Like, why is it not like us reading Dune? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, why aren't his parents like, that's like just, you know, fantasy. You I mean, that's essentially what they kid, say. But I mean, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is a, like a crazy <laughs> outlandish book. I'm, I'm with yes. Saginaw. How quickly did you decode Primave as... Oh, yeah, Blake, what do you think their last name is? Or do you see anything interesting? I said, wait, oh, vampire? It's an anagram? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how, how, long, how long did it take everyone? It's the first sentence. <laughs> so it tells you in the first sentence? No, it no, does not no. tell you. No, it's the big reveal how, later. How long did it take each of you who read the book to decode the anagram? I don't know. Like, like a couple pages. Like, because you yeah, look at it, it and you say, this is a weird name. Oh, okay. I was yeah. wondering why the name was so stupid, and I just now got it. If so. you had seen it in text, you would have gotten it. Yeah, <laughs> right I probably would. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. Cobra Commander was much more clever when he named his moving company Arbco. <laughs> <laughs> That's really smart. I mean, this is real. Like, if you're a vampire trying to hide it, this really is like flowers by Irene. You know what I mean? Like, I bet I could come up with better with a better anagram. So give me a few minutes. Okay. Continue. Okay. 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 So as they are journeying to their new home, we kind of discussed this earlier. They are pulled over by cops because he's doing 92 miles per hour. He thought the speed limit was 90. I mean that's um, a that's a good are, cover if you're. <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess you could say yeah. I thought this country road speed limit was ninety miles per hour. Thought it was the autobahn. Yes, but they are in a rush because they must reach their new house before dawn. And this Nosferatu-looking person tries to explain this to the cop, um, and the you know the officer doesn't seem to understand. Officer checks license. As Josh said, he notices there's a typo because it mentions that the uh, driver was born in 1444. Um, and he wants to check the U-Haul, but luckily there's another call on the radio and they speed away and they will make it just in time. Here's the thing. To their new home. Vlad needs to know his rights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have. What are your rights? You have uh, whatever Joe Strummer said. <laughs> <laughs> you have the rights to like. Yeah. I mean, or what Jay-Z said. Uh, my, uh, my glove compartment's locked, so is the truck in the back, so you need a warrant for that. Uh, which... I, uh, John, do you remember when I got pulled over and the cop asked to search the car? I very well remember this. I when, use it as an illustration in government classes all the time. <laughs> uh, so what happened? Tell the story. So we were driving. I think this is the time I was trying to see how fast I could get my Ford Escort to go. And we got to like 100 and, <laughs> 110 or something like that and it started shaking. Mm-hmm. And then I slowed right. down. And so we were coming back from Green Bay going to, do you remember, just some punk show. And so we were all punk rocked up. <laughs> and uh, I forget what they pulled me over. Probably going 92. I was still going kind of fast, but I started slowing down. And he asked me, he said he wanted to search my car for what was it, drugs and guns? Weapons. Which. Uh, but these fucking kids we- have weapons. No, I think what he was, what he, he was looking for drugs. And he thought that I would say, oh, I don't have weapons. You can look for guns. Or maybe that we did have (laughs) guns. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I said, because I remembered my government class, I can say no, right? (laughs) You can't look. (laughs) (laughs) Which turned out to be a good thing 
because our bad friend had taken out his drugs and threw them onto the uh, onto the floor of my car because he knew the driver would get. <laughs> would... Your friend sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. Not a cool friend. You throw them outside the the car. I think it... like before you even stop, you just throw them. Well, outside. I feel like if he'd thrown like his cocaine out the window, the cops might have seen that. Well, it was maybe. at night. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, easily. I feel like he wanted to roll the dice with not losing his drugs. That's true, too. And he won. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drugs are expensive. So. But only because I was a poser who didn't skip class and paid attention and got got a good grade in government class. Otherwise, I would have said, oh, yeah, you can, you can search my car. So... Buddy. But not for drugs. Let me see the warrant. If there's anything that you will learn tonight, it's... Let me see that warrant. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, because you may be trying to hide coffins in your U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> coffins? Okay. I, I, got a better, okay. I got a better anagram Okay. for vampire. Okay. I'm Vapor. Okay, this has to be a last name. So oh. I'm Vapor is a common surname in your opinion? Never mind. <laughs> nah, never mind. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's all I got. That. <laughs> That's the only one that wasn't obscene. Oh, well, can you read some of the obscene ones? I mean, no, it has a it has the R word in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cut, never mind. Cut it. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> it's not my fault. Wait, how? We'll cut all that, and I'll just fill this in. I remember what was in your trunk that night. It was pornography, correct? It, it was. Oh my god! Uh, stuffed animals from claw machines and mm-hmm. a cop themed <laughs> pornographic movie. And until I knew about our buddy's uh, drugs that he'd hidden, I was disappointed that you didn't let the cops search you. <laughs> v- so they could hold it to porn? VHS cop porn. <laughs> Times were tough back in <laughs> back in the late 90s. You had, they really were. You had to go to highway porn stores and buy mm-hmm. spend like $30 to get five scenes of pornography. Any porn we could get our hands on was was the porn we were watching. God, porn was so expensive. You guys don't even know. Yeah, this is now you got. This is our version of walking to school five miles, <laughs> five miles in the snow. It's listen. We had to beat off to the same scenes on the same vivid now, video for for yeah. years at a time. And that video cost us forty dollars, exactly. and we had to be eighteen to get it. Although now now Zoomers are like. I'm subscribed to 15 different OnlyFans, and that's how I get off. So we're going back to being too expensive. Yeah. Okay, so, so. Um, back to our cool... Wait, how are we pronouncing their last name again? I'm Vapor. Uh, yeah, I'm Vapors. <laughs> Primave? Call them the... What, yeah, whatever. Primave? Like Primave? Just call them Mon Dracula. So we're back at the Ma Pa Dracula, the new homestead. Jonathan can't sleep. He gets up at 1.15 p.m., which I guess would be the equivalent of us waking up like at, what, 4 a.m., 3 a.m., and not being able Maybe to sleep. Yeah, something like yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, almost every night that I'm getting old. That's when I go. Buddy, that's when I pee. It's around 4 or 5. That's when he pees. So I wake up, too. It's horrible. You need to readjust your schedule. So that's when you get up in the morning and eat your uh, like oat bran or whatever. No, I can't. It's horrible being married. She says on our fourth anniversary, (laughs) which was a few days ago. (laughs) I meant if you want any kind of sleep ever again. Well, yeah. 
Um, anyway, Jonathan is bored and he decides, you know what? I've never really seen before the sun. I've heard about well, it. Let me go I've stare directly it. at it. I've yeah, never exactly. seen this thing. <laughs> so he decides to look out the window and he is very curious for the first time for some reason about his surroundings. And he decides to go outside. And while he is exploring the yard, he is startled by Toby, who he thinks is a young boy who lives nearby. But Toby informs Jonathan, by the way, in case you're wondering, I'm a girl. I'm a girl. Hmm. Much is also um, a hardcore misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> um, Toby informs Jonathan that she never thought anyone would move into the old drum thwacket place. By the way, another horrible last name. All right. What's this an anagram for? Quick. Uh, Van Helsing. You're too too slow. <laughs> That's not it at all. All right. I wish. Well. <laughs> um, but um, Jonathan is like, hey, what are you doing out so late, Toby? It's like four in the morning. <laughs> and she's like, I'm always out this late. Normally, I have school. And he's like, wait a second. School is real? You're blowing my mind right now. You know, if if I, if I was a vampire and I had a kid that uh, wasn't a vampire, what I would do to make them scared of outside is I would have my assistant take them outside one time during the day and have them look directly into the sun. And uh-huh. so it hurts yeah. their eyes, and then they'll be like, oh, no, out- outside is terrible when that thing is out there. And then they'd be afraid. Yeah. Well, these aren't very smart vampires. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. So um, Jonathan kind of feels like, and he describes it as being a child who is figuring out that there really isn't a Santa Claus. As in, he's discovering there's this world out there that the books were correct about that his parents always lied to him about. His right? parents told him about Santa Claus? I guess. Yeah, that, he, that, that's a weird uh, reference for there to be. Did, <laughs> didn't think about that, but yeah. They t- but they didn't tell him about Jesus, I bet. Do you think he knew Jesus? He knows what a cross is. Oh, I feel better. like Jesus is one of their mortal enemies. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, so um, anyway... So he explains that he is very sheltered to Toby. He doesn't even know where he's from or where he is at right now. And Toby informs him that he's in Hopewell, Maryland. And he asks if Toby has things like a TV, a radio, a record player, a telephone. A chocolate factory. <laughs> a chocolate factory. A golden egg. Yes. <laughs> a good and goose. Whatever Toby replies in the affirmative to all these things and acts like he's a freak. He demands that she take him to a school so he can see what it looks like. And the whole time he's just seething because his family and his tutor has lied to him his entire life. So at the school, um, he explains to Toby a little bit about like his protective lifestyle. And Toby talks to him about her friends and how they're all boys because Toby says, quote, it's just that girls are dumb. I never bother with them. Toby is one of those girls. Later, she describes someone and says, oh, it's the teacher. She says, she's cool for a female. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, anyway, she shows Jonathan the playground, and they play together, and Jonathan is intrigued and thinks that school sounds like fun. By the way, it's like late summer. School hasn't started yet, so... Um, this is probably like the week before school starts probably and that's when Toby tells him that real school is math and reading and workbooks and teachers and sitting at your desk for hours honestly 
I mean, that's what school is. What a so. freaking nerd, man. If you think Phoenix, <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's not what school is. It's uh, smoking in the bathroom. Uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's doing TikTok challenges where you... Uh, it's destroying property and slapping your teacher in the yeah. face. It is your teacher dressing up in um, a Native American headdress and doing oh, some kind God. of geometry <laughs> assignment. Okay. okay. We've all seen doing the video. In lingerie War and giving cries? your principal lap dance. Okay. <laughs> okay. that too. So... What is yes. that? Here's what, what I... That? I want to talk about this. <laughs> Okay. So, did, has everyone seen this video? I have not seen it, but I've heard it discussed on. Uh, I'm looking it up immediately. Tell me where. On foxnews.com. On trailbillies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that happened in okay. Kentucky. Uh, yes. So, this is being kind of spun on like Fox News as like they're out of control at schools, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. the, like d- 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 it's gender stuff or whatever yeah uh boys what the liberal schools are doing to our children right right? this is the future the liberals want yes Yes. and that's the opposite of what this actually is like did you not have this kind of shit at your schools this is the jocks thinking the funniest thing in the world is for them to put on the cheerleaders outfits put put we we had that put baseballs underneath their shirts and make them boobs and do sexy dances. These same people, the same guys that are doing this, are absolutely beating up gay kids. You know? like Oh, totally. This happened at my public school. Like, all the football players did this. They also did not like gay kids. So... Yeah. Check, check check them out twerking. Here. No, no, no. Yes, by the way, that's probably like an adult coach or principal that they're twerking on, he, which is that, also disgusting. He's loving it. He's that loving it. is the coach and the mayor of the town, or the principal and the mayor of the town. Uh, no, what was happening there, very, very weird and should not have been happening in a school. But I'm just saying this general kind of burlesque show has nothing to do with the libs. This is stuff that goes on in high schools. And is weird yeah. kind of jock culture. It is. It's yep. also like the, I don't know. It's the same kind of like jocks who would make fun of like goth and metal and skater kids and would call them, you know, hobos and the F word all the time, but did not understand the cognitive dissonance of them working out while listening to like corn albums or something. Do you understand? Like, and what, I mean, what, what team did not? Go to the locker room and J.O. together, you know? Right. Like, it's, well, I don't it's know about just, that. I was never a talk. It's part so. of the culture. <laughs> I don't know what Look, all the boys auto-focus together every now and then. and It's and cultural. Yeah, but Jessica, remember, when they're listening to things like Rage Against the Machine, uh, when, they, mm-hmm. when they're singing, fuck you, don't, I want you to tell me, they're thinking about... Uh, their dad telling them not to borrow the truck and drunk drive home from a party that weekend. <laughs> that's, Fuck you, dad. that's what that's what Rage is singing about. Yes. Some some dads who work forces. Okay, <laughs> it's true. So anyway, um... <laughs> these pictures though. No, Sorry, right? <laughs> no, very very weird. Like it's upsetting. Yeah. Like I have no clue how no teachers. Like, like, why did no one stop this? Dude, they're having a ball. This That's isn't why. the first time it happened at that school either. That probably happened every time. That's why it's probably every it's, year. It's not bizarre to them because this is just, it's just what happens. It's just what yeah, goes on. It, and why would you, it was planned and organized by the students. But when, when this literally happened, when this cross-dressing thing literally happened at pep rallies in Nixa, mm-hmm. nobody was like, 
put a stop to this immediately. I was in in my seat. I was like, I wish someone would. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Where's Cleveland? I wish. You know, I was thinking. I was wishing a tornado would hit the school. That no, but if 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 you were any kind of like weirdo in high school, you had to sit through those things and you were just seething the entire time. Because yeah, I I was I was so mad. It reminds me of uh, on on the office, the UK office, when they have that red nose day and all the people are being yeah. very. And and Tim says, uh, I just don't. Uh, I forget exactly something about participating in someone else's idea of whimsy isn't fun like it's just kind of that forced yeah. this is funny no it's not really funny why is it funny that pork chop has on a blonde wig and is uh, dancing <laughs> grinding on a, a teacher okay now it's funny that i say it <laughs> <laughs> yeah now we get it all right, continue your drag. So anyway, after hanging out on the playground, after peering through a window to see what a classroom looks like, Jonathan decides, you know what? I want to go to school. And that's when Toby tells him, you know what? You're probably going to have Miss Lucky. And he's like, wait, the teacher's a girl? Why is this so mind-blowing? Anyway, um, I would think that a vampire marriage would maybe be a little bit more liberated. Well, absolutely Well, not. he... He's used to a teacher being a, a guy, though. I guess. Like, well, what do is, you think that Mr. Saginaw is like an Igor type? I though? think he's like a Guillermo type on what we do in the shadows. Oh, so because, he's, he's a, so he's someone he's who just thrall. wants to. He be, wants to be a vampire. Is he? What else yes. would explain this relationship to them where he gets nothing? He has to move with them, you know, and he has to take care of a bratty kid. Yeah. No, I'm asking: Is he enthralled? Well, under? at it one point go in the book, that. they tease that they'll explain him later. <laughs> is sequel, there a sequel? Sequel. Is it Mod Pa Dracula 2? <laughs> <laughs> Ma and Pa Dracula T-O-O. <laughs> I mean, well, anyway. at, at, at best, we can just say some weird sex stuff they didn't get into. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Maybe that's because it is. there's we no good explanation unless yeah he's like enthralled or he wants to be a vampire or something, or he's just so unambitious as a human that he's like free room, free board, just teach this kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like eh, okay, sounds fine. He was an adjunct um, professor, and this is the best he could get. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have okay. old yeah. money, right? Like all vampires have old money somehow from the old so. country. Must be. I don't know. So he decides on their walk home that he's going to confront his parents. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say if you go far back enough in in these uh, vampires' history, it's not going to be good. Yeah. Uh, Oh, no. I won't. If you look up vampire genealogy, I mean. I mean, in in Anne Rice, wasn't, uh, weren't they, they were slave owners, right? They were slave owners. The slaves rebelled at one point against them. Yeah. Um, so on their walk home together, he decides that he's going to confront his parents because he wants to go to school when it starts in two weeks. And so back home, he sneaks back in. He's like, okay, I'm the first one up. And as he's walking to his room, who does he run into? But his mom and dad, they're coming out of the basement, though, which is weird because normally they're the first ones up, their beds are always made. And so he walks by their room and he looks in and that's when he realizes the beds are made. No one slept in those beds that night. Why were his parents in the basement? Does anyone know? Anyway, 
I bet I know. So he asks his parents to stay and eat breakfast with him, which normally they don't eat any food or any meals with him. And he tells them it's very important. And he tells them that he couldn't sleep. And he went for a walk outside and he met Toby. And this is when he says, listen, parents, I know for a fact that her family sleeps at night. She goes out of doors during the daytime. She says TV and telephones and stereos <laughs> are real. And then he reveals that Toby took him to see a school. And he asks, you know, why did you lie? I really want to go to school. And his parents are like, well, you know, we, I guess you can go to school. It'll be a big lifestyle change. We won't get to see each other so often because um, you'll have to start sleeping during the night and getting up in the morning, whereas we will our keep schedules our same will schedule. be all flip flopped. Yeah. And, you know, you're only going to have Mr. Saginaw to do most of your caretaking and we cannot change our lifestyles. And this is when the the big bomb is dropped on him, right? That he is adopted by vampires. He's nine. So they are telling this nine-year-old, he's almost 10, we are vampires. <laughs> so they just they just come out with it. Yes. yes. Yeah. They say, quote, we are vampires. <laughs> yes. Um, in fact, oh, sorry, John. This is the first bad writing decision because there's no discovery. There's no reveal it's just uh, yeah we're just vamps <laughs> yeah look look you, you you're clearly too dumb to figure this out you haven't kind of caught the hints we're gonna have to spell it out for you yeah it's yeah. like in so, in the village when m night Shyamalan doesn't let us figure it out he has a character like stumble into the woods and then someone explains it or in, in opposite like it's all explained before the character finds out that the village is fake the character is played by M. Night himself, and M. Night explains M. Night's movie. Mm-hmm. Is that actually right in that one? I, I think, can't remember. I think that's partially true. He plays himself, or he plays someone in the village who explains a lot of exposition. Okay. But they do, it, it's very, it's a very weird uh, choice in the film to have it all explained and then show the cut, the character figuring it out, <laughs> or discovering it and leaving the world. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, Mr. Saginaw, to prove that the parents are vampires, because I guess Jonathan is kind of, like, dumbfounded. I don't know if the word I'm saying there is right. Why but Why they, is he familiar with vampires? Well, He has read has Dracula. Whole, he has. But also, they did this whole... A documentary. Um, did they give him Dracula, and they're, they're like, read this great history book about a, about a hero... Well, yes. well, he's a monster. He says, oh. no, he says he's named for Jonathan Harker, the hero of Dracula. Of Dracula, yes. We find oh, that out later. And okay. so, but the, one of the things they prove is that Mr. Saginaw has to go get the, he, they did this whole monster segment in their lessons. And so he asked him to get this book of monsters that he got from the library about how to recognize vampires. And I thought to myself, did they steal this book? Because they just moved in the dead of night and I mean, took a library book with them. Why are you scandalized by them stealing that since they steal all the blood from the blood bank? <laughs> Do hey. these vampires pay taxes? I want to know who's replacing the monster there, book. There are people dying <laughs> because they can't <laughs> get blood. People are dead. And you're worried about a library. I mean, I... They, I am offended. Look, yeah, they I'm act. Offended. They they pretend like they're ethically sourcing their blood, but they are not. That's true. That's true. 
They're not because they suck those blood banks dry. There's yeah. no ethical blood sourcing <laughs> under capitalism. We no, know there's this. not. There's it, not. It is funny that they have to keep moving because they they use all the blood blood up at the blood bank. They drink but all at the least blood. they're not directly killing people, which is what they explained to him later when they suck the blood bank dry. Right. But they're so and they're like, well, we have to drink from animals, and he's like super disgusted, and they're oh like, don't God. worry, we find roadkill. Oh my yeah, God. He, I don't know why they weren't like, listen, you little bitch, you are eating meat <laughs> every day. At least you know, right. at least we're hunting. Yeah. Um, if they were smart vampires, and they're not, <laughs> they they are very stupid. They would just move next door to a slaughterhouse, pop in there every night, suck up the floor, and be done with it. <laughs> they really would. Just the suck on the runoff valve or whatever. <laughs> the way they, they are doing live this. Live in Nebraska. The, this is the most, this is the hardest vampiring that I've encountered in vampire stuff. You know, like. You're turning into a bat and flying into the blood bank and mm-hmm. and using blood. You have to get into like the aqueducts or whatever. Well, at one point they are they have sucked the local blood bank so dry that they're like we're pretty weak right now, but they're going to do a blood drive pretty soon <laughs> so they can get more blood to help people because we've sucked them dry. But that will help us and we can get through. I think the main problem when is they that they their blood they binge way too much. You know, like I think they are gluttons, feasting. You know? Yes, yes. Yeah, instead of just doing like a. I think that's the vampire life, kind of feast or famine. You know. I guess it's that, or what know. did what would what, what did they kill? What was the roadkill? Like a uh, uh, a vole. A vole. Yes. A vole. <laughs> yeah. They they don't even have proper roadkill like possum and. Uh, well, they get a deer a at night. one point. If they got a deer at oh, one point, God. yeah. And that's when Jonathan was disgusted was when he found out about the deer. I guess voles don't matter. Vole lives don't matter. Uh, ouch. But yeah, whatever. Uh, I. Why would he be again? Why can't they just hunt? I mean, he eats meat. We haven't learned that right. he's a vegetarian. If you eat a hamburger, you are no better than Count Dracula himself. Okay? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Anyway, so. To prove they are vampires, they have no reflection, there are no shadows, and that's when they reveal that their surname is an anagram that pre or whatever. In case, in case whatever. you needed us to this, spell this out for you. This literally. would have been a, a funny montage if this were, were a yeah. movie. With fun. Never it would have been a very M. Night montage, like yeah. a thing at the end where like the character's ah, like, yeah. holy shit, and like all the things are hitting The, them. the letters would be flying around on the screen and they <laughs> spell them. Can, can someone contact M. Night and Anne to try to make this collaboration happen? <laughs> he, he, I guess they don't keep mirrors in their home. Has M. Night done a vampire movie yet? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, that's shocking he hasn't. Well, anyway, this is when we learned that his father is named Vladimir... And that is for Vlad the Impaler. Oh, wow. And his mother is named Elizabeth, and that's for Elizabeth Bathory. Did anyone do Elizabeth Bathory research? Uh, She's a lady that killed people. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, I mean, basically, I think she's like allegedly like one of the world's biggest uh, murderers ever. The female ever. Vlad. Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. They didn't tell him their names? They were just mon pa until no, this moment. No, I, I think that they just told them the name of their, the meaning of their names, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jonathan is named after Jonathan Harker, the hero of Dracula. Um, we already talked about, we already talked about how they get blood, and they move whenever the supplies of the blood banks 
where they are living starts dwindling and it becomes very noticeable. They I think should go ahead and move to a right big away. city. Well, no, I. It depends. I thought this too. Yeah, they keep going to like small towns and like. Why are they going to small these, rural communities? How much where they stand out? Look, if how much blood do they need a night is the question, because if. You just need like a pint. You could get away with that pretty easily at a blood bank. You know what I mean? If you're a just a pint a piece, I think would be fine. Yeah. A night. The problem is, I think they are just putting straws into each thing. Like, you know, they're just like lying there on the ground. It's like a Capri Sun, As, right? Yeah. They yeah. just stab yeah. like the straw yep. through the bag, and they're just yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think they're going buck wild. Yeah. So they even show Jonathan their coffins in the basement and he comments on it's a smell and it's because they have to keep earth in their coffins from their native country. Oh, I don't know this mythology. They did that on what we uh, do in the shadows. Yeah, they did. Um, So Jonathan's pretty upset about learning his parents are vampires and he kind of sulks and he does a lot of sulking in this book. And where does he come from? Where did he come from? He was adopted. No, we don't know. They didn't establish why they have. So they like killed his parents, right? Is that? Oh, they drained him. Yeah. Do you think they drained his parents? They felt bad. You think it was a Kirsten Dunst situation, but they never turned the kid into a vampire? They should have turned their kid, honestly. So they're probably waiting. They don't want him to be a little baby. They're probably waiting until he's like an adult. That's the other. Wait for Kirsten Dunst? writing failure they don't explain where they get mr saginaw and they don't explain where this kid's from no wow i think i think it, i think martin it might be too upsetting to young readers <laughs> to know all these things saginaw, saginaw's a thrall she thinks that we're just going to be so into this idea of how crazy would it be if you found out your parents were vampires that that's that will propel us through at, yeah. at scholastic this was all pitch and no substance Actually, this was Apple. I don't even know who this was. Actually, no, it's no, it's right. Apple. It, uh, Is Apple Scholastic? It, it's an imprint of Scholastic. Okay, okay I was making sure. Yeah. Um. So, but while he's still trying to process the news, this is he has some really good shitty teen preteen lines, I guess. And he says, "But thank you for letting me go to school. I simply cannot wait for math class." <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So he Dork. gets registered for school, and he is offered to be placed in the fifth grade, but he wants to be in the fourth grade so he can be with Toby. On the first day of school he goes, he is dressed in a blue suit with a white shirt and a blue bow tie, carrying a briefcase and wearing wingtips. So nobody tells him this is overdressed. Uh, Toby well, does. Mr. Saginaw buys his outfits. Am I correct? Yes. And yeah. uh, one of the first things said to him, it's only September and we've already found the nerd of the year. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. That kid's cool. <laughs> It I think that's Sherrod. Cool. Yeah, it might be. I wrote Sherrod is a bully. I wrote Sherrod's a snitch. Yeah. Oh. Um, Toby calls Jonathan John because Jonathan sounds nerdy. Um, she introduced the students to <laughs> Jonathan um, and tells him that he lives in the old drum thwacket place and that he's never gone to a school ever. Uh, Toby continues to show Jonathan the ropes and suggests that maybe the next time he comes to school that he does not wear his suit or carry a briefcase. <laughs> There's this whole thing with raising his hand that I can't quite remember. It seems like oh, it's a okay. big deal. So in the class, uh, people, you need to raise your hand to talk like you do in class. And yeah. so he doesn't know that yet. So he's 
just asking questions and then Sherrod snitch is like but he he just <laughs> he talks without raising his hand and so he's confused and has to have that explained to him the concept of raising yeah. your hand to talk so toby keeps trying to go to jonathan's house and tries to invite himself over but toby um but he knows he has to check with his parents first sorry um in books from what Jonathan has read, moms are always at home in the daytime. They're not asleep in their coffins in the basement. And they always are there to greet their kids and make cookies. And it's not a Mr. Saginaw type figure. This guy Jonathan- wants some traditional gender roles in that house. <laughs> Mom, start wants- start, start performing your duties as a mother woman. Yeah, he wants some uh, Mrs. Cleaver type shit, you know? He wants her to be wearing yeah. a little literal Jude dress. Cleaver. Yeah. Around the Dad, house. stay in your coffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he says he wants his mother. He wants her awake, reasonably well-dressed, baking oh cookies, God. and not turning into a bat or biting necks. Which, number one, has his mom ever in front of him turned into a bat or bitten the neck? Yeah, I thought they did Because bite he... Necks has no awareness that his parents are vampires, so they've probably never done that behavior in front of him. But he knows that's what vampires do from the monster book. He's Yeah, but they've never done it in front of him. So why fun. would this suddenly just start happening? I you Well, know? I'll give him this. If I find out my entire life has been a lie, I'm probably not going to trust my parents not to eat my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, sleepovers are scary enough, you know? So, yeah, I guess having your parents be um, blood feasters is probably not the best situation for having your friends over. Yeah. Um, so, at dinner, he says he's having a hard time. It's hard to be a child of vampires when he is not a vampire, and his parents ask if they can help, and he asks if his mom can be like mom's in books and she says get up early bake cookies but jonathan i have not baked in centuries <laughs> love this mom um and by the way usually when his parents wake up the first thing they want to do is just fly off to the blood banks right they're weak they just it's night they just want to go get their food and so whenever it's dinner which is breakfast for them and he wants to talk his parents the whole time seem very disinterested and uh exhausted and hungry because they just want to go eat here's another blood question why can't they bring some back for later why can't they do a big heist and take a bunch of blood so they don't have to get up first thing in the morning and spend the entire night eating drinking blood guys because they don't we have to consider this being told from a very young child's point of view, and he doesn't realize his parents are abject moron. <laughs> yeah, like nobody, re- nobody realizes that when you're that young until you're you, 15 everyone... and you know it. Right. <laughs> um. So Jonathan Hickman says his parents that it's very important to him, and she agrees that he can have his friend Toby come to visit. And so Toby does come, and his mom actually did bake cookies, and she's very dressed up. She says it's just a house coat. My but... parents asked that you wash your neck before <laughs> <laughs> So Toby does notice that the house is kind of dark and asks why his mom is wearing sunglasses in the house. Um, 
later on, after they've snacked on some cookies, Toby suggests that they go to the mall because all their buddies are going and asks if they can also go. And Jonathan asks if his mom can take them. I, I want to say and, uh, this about Toby. Toby mm-hmm. is the kind of kid that when you, uh, they came over to your house and bossed everyone around. Do you know what I mean? John, do you, oh, do you remember? Yeah, she's like, she's like Angelica on Rugrats. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, John, do you remember our sister's friend, Amanda? Oh, I would. A.K.A. Demanda. Yeah. <laughs> who oh, her boy. catchphrase was, I'm a guest. And she would just oh demand God. shit from us. <laughs> remember kids like that? That's I'm, amazing. I'm the guest. I'm the I, guest. I remember kids like that. I'm the guest. I get what, what I want. I forget. I've never been so entitled in my life. And she lived next door. It's not like we <laughs> right. invited her. Yeah, no. She just moved in one day and started showing up. Wow. Uh, well, at one point, sucks. at one point, I think our grandmother was staying with us. Is that who it was? That it, yes. And she did not like this kid and her attitude. <laughs> it's like a week, and she just kept coming and bossing, bossing everyone around. Yeah, I remember. Um, I had the last glass of Kool Aid, and everyone had already had some. And she said, "Give me that glass of Kool Aid. I'm the guest." <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh. So, how can I uh, find Amanda and see th- what she's up to now? Yeah, let's get her on Facebook. <laughs> do you think? Do you think her like where do you where do you learn this beha- behavior? Were her parents like now when you go over there, you're the guest, you're the boss? I guess I don't know. Where else would you get it from? I mean, this is something I think about all the time. I do not understand how certain people behave in the world, like. Not how they do it, yeah. but how is a person like this? Do you know what I mean? Like, right. how how does a person come into my bookstore, walk in on the phone, walk around, and have a personal conversation very loud right. for forty five right. minutes? Can you imagine doing that? That's and not psychotic. wanting to hide like underneath uh, a, a blanket for the rest of your life and hide? Do you know what yep. I mean? Like. Why are you not humiliated by this behavior? Yeah. Uh, just People look on no the sociopath spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I I, I just can't fathom the way that people <laughs> behave on a constant basis. I just think, okay, I just put them in the bucket of people are maniacs, and they just behave like maniacs. And Demanda was a maniac. I don't know where she learned it. <laughs> probably her parents. Pro- probably. Yeah. They were maniacs. She learned it. Yeah. So... Jonathan asks his mom if she will take them to the mall. His mom, it is still daylight outside, by the way. This could kill her, (laughs) literally. But also, she doesn't drive. She hasn't driven in probably centuries, and he wants her to get into a car. She hasn't driven in centuries? No, the father is usually the one who drives. (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) I just just want to break down that sentence. Do they really say that in the book? Sorry. No, I probably just said that. She hasn't driven in decades. Does okay. that sound better? She rarely, if ever, okay, drives because uh, the dad does. The, I mean, she does. used to be Even very good at driving he's... a horse and buggy. Yeah, thank you. Thank okay. you. Yeah, okay. See? It is a There's type of driving. different types of driving. True. Anyway. She's good at slave driving. <laughs> oh, Ooh. I laughed you, at that. You started laughing your ass off. Okay. Here's, here's her, here's her outfit but... when she goes out. Show them her driving outfit. What? Can you see that? That's Can you describe it? It looks like Spy versus Spy. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was picturing her kind of like uh, a Kristen Ritter type. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like maybe wearing a, a big, dark, uh-huh. floppy hat and sunglasses. Because she's kind of a okay. little bit pale, right? Yeah. yeah. Kind of. That's what I was picturing. Yeah. And okay, trying to so, shade herself so, as much as possible from... Yes. From the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Or and trying so, to be a video queen. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other, right? Because they're going to an arcade. So Jonathan has a little bit of trepidation because he's like, what if my mom gets hungry and turns into a bat in front of my friends and then forgets that she's civilized and bites someone's neck? But anyway, he convinces, I wrote, convinces forces and guilts his mom into taking him and Toby to the mall because mom does not want to do it. Like, this is not just my mom saying I'm tired and I I really don't want to drive you and your friends around. Like, this is mom going, literally, this could kill me. (laughs) And also, I I don't know how to drive very well and I don't want to drive you and your friends around. I don't want to drive. I'm tired because I haven't eaten and I can't eat. I yeah. literally might burst into flames and die <laughs> when I go outside. But sure, if you want to go to the arcade because your bossy little friend wants to, uh, fine. Because Demanda wants it, yeah. I guess we're going to go. So they go. Of course, the mall is near the blood bank. And as they are driving, uh, Jonathan hears his mom's stomach getting a little rumbly. It's like a, a cartoon, like the the waft is coming off, and you you just kind of like your like nose you carries you stomach, <laughs> toward like the she, blood bank. She floats through the air. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, they go to the mall. As they are walking into the mall, there is a dead squirrel on the sidewalk, and his oh mom. Uh, does his mom think about it? Like, kind of was like, "Hmm, dead squirrel." <laughs> You can't help like, it. It'd be like a little snack. Yeah. So I can't. I can't believe I was almost attracted to this mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever but someone she, describes a mom as Kristen me. Ritter, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm imagining the big black hat. Mm-hmm. But when uh, she lost me at Dead Squirrel, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So at the arcade, his mom heads to the darkest corner while all the kids play. But Jonathan keeps his eye on her and realizes at one point that she stands. And so he starts and she stands and leaves and he starts to follow. And she's like, oh, don't worry. I'm going to the refreshment stand. But he is suspicious and follows her. And guess what's outside the mall? A (laughs) blood mobile. And his mom can smell it. (laughs) And once that blood just happens to be outside the mall, huh? Yeah. And he convinces his mom to wait and they will leave so she and dad can go home and uh, leave to go to the blood bank and eat. So um, at school, they find out that the big Halloween party is... Oh, uh, Hold on. This is oh, when he wait. says, when you're the son of vampires, there's never a dull moment. That's where that line comes from. <laughs> wow. Thank you yeah. for clarifying that. So um, the elementary school or middle school, whatever... They've decided that there's no money. The PTA has no money. They are going to cancel the Halloween dance. And because it's a rural school, like this is the main event for all the kids, right? They look forward to it every year. Jessica, and, can I ask you a question? How many uh-huh. books that we've read in this uh, age group has the big climax been at a party? Oh, my God. Like 75% of them. I would say 95%. At a, at any a dance? Anyone that has a... Uh, a lot uh, more than one scene in a classroom <laughs> it feels like if there's a class as an entity this thing is always going to end at a dance or a party yes yeah especially like middle school that, books yeah that's also true of like 
15 movies, I think. I, I guess it's the only time then you, when you're really able to get together with uh, all the other kids. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you don't really yeah. have your own... You're not you have a car. Yeah. Venn yeah. diagram, uh, YA books with parties and like Brett Easton Ellis type. <laughs> it's a, it's a different kind of YA. Yeah. Yeah. Just let uh, just let a couple of Brett Easton Ellis characters wander into this party and liven things up. <laughs> Please let Patrick Bateman show up. <laughs> Um, so they decide they're going to plan their own party off school grounds for the class and they will have a fundraiser so they can buy snacks and whatever decorations, whatever they need. Question. And Jonathan. If the problem is they don't have money for the party (laughs) and now Mm -hmm. the solution, once the house is volunteered is, oh, now we need to raise money for the party. Mm -hmm. What, what was the problem? Why do they need the house? I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't understand why they couldn't just have their fundraiser and then have the party at the school anyway. Yeah. Right? Was there any kind of confl- conflict None. that they couldn't just Nothing. have had their own party? And Okay. The schools hit hard times. They had to rent out the classrooms at night for... Oh, night. okay. Yeah, okay. Well, that wasn't made clear <laughs> to us. <laughs> so, um... Jonathan, without asking his parents, suggests their house, the the old drum thwacket place. And he's like, you know what? This will help me fit in. Kids will like me. I'm going to have a killer party. But also in that same chapter, in the same discussion, he's like, oh, wait, maybe not. <laughs> once, they, once they go for it. Yeah. yeah. He's so like, maybe it's a very stupid idea to bring yeah. these kids to my house with my vampire parents that may eat them. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So at dinner, he convinces his parents to stay, even though they're very weak and they really want to get to the blood bank so they can have some food so he can talk to them. And he asks them about the party and suggests that um, what they can do is they can just stay until like nine o'clock. They can tell everyone that they have their own party to go to. And that's why they're dressed up and they look like vampires, right? Because they're dressed up for their adult costume party. This seems like a very, very easy... There's no conflict here. It's Halloween. Why wouldn't they be dressed like this? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, there's no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like, easiest night of the year to kill someone or to do crime. Halloween. Because you're already in costume. Yeah. Or to just uh, pretend that you're not a vampire when you really are a vampire. Yeah. Right? Because you're in costume, you, so who you, cares? Look, you can if you're a Michael Myers, go out that night. People, you'll win the costume contest probably, and then you can do your probably. do your killings. Just a, yeah. just a dude in a mask. I got robbed. It was by a guy dressed as the Joker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he suggests that during the party they can sneak off to sleep in the basement, and he is going to make a. Do not disturb sign for the basement and tell people that his dog is in there because no one will be curious about opening this door and going in with a big do not disturb sign on it when he tells them there's a puppy in there. People don't listen to party rules, let me tell you. No. Especially and when then... the thing being hidden is a cute, fluffy puppy that Little. no one would mm-hmm. want to meet that. Pup, pup. No. Don't so, go down uh, there. There's a candy fountain and a flowing river of chocolate. And there's, <laughs> look, 
My collection of kitty cats is down there. I have all the Transformers down in my basement, but don't go down there. They're they're mint on card, okay? <laughs> World's largest Funko collection. Don't look at them, though. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that next. Anyway, oh, that's, you beat me. How about you be one of those middle-aged guys with a Funko garage? Have you, have you ever seen those? What a, if one of yes, our, yeah, not our in listeners person, is a guy with a Funko garage? Nah. Okay, go on. Just like a whole wall mm-hmm. of so their their wives won't allow them to have the collection in the home. So they have a whole an entire wall of the garage uh is is just wall of Funko Pop. Mm-hmm. Wait, and wait. John John is now showing us his Funko Pop wall. Oh, nope. I just saw a bottle of Dasani. I just an, saw a bunch of books. An entire wall of DC multiverse <laughs> uh Suicide Squad, the the Snyderverse is all here. You have cut. So, you have customs from the uh, uh, Zack Snyder z- zombie movies prequel, Army of Thieves. Uh, no, all of my action figures are uh, just one. I've been army building the Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. So- be, they they were clearance, so it wouldn't be too hard. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, they he tells his parents that he will make sure everyone will be gone by nine o'clock because that's when they will tell everyone they're leaving for their party. So all the kids have to be gone at nine. Um, and he promises that his friends will be safe. Um, well, sorry. They assure him that his friends will be safe because biting humans is quite impolite, at least in the United States. And they actually agree to this party. So... Um, they have a car wash to raise money for the party. By the way, this is not a sexy car wash. Unfortunate. It's not a wild thing. Wait. It's not a wild thing. I don't know why you're it's saying unfortunately. A... These are like 11-year-olds. Maybe they. Maybe that's the kind of thing they do in Hazard, Kentucky. They have sexy car washes with children. Maybe, maybe that's what they do. <laughs> I thought Mama Vampire could get out there and... It's yeah. in the daytime. She can't. The nighttime <laughs> car wash. Nothing I, weird I, about I this at first... all. <laughs> The first yeah. night wash. Yeah, but throughout the week, as we're getting closer to the party, Jonathan is worried because his parents seem weaker than normal. They say the blood bank is running low, and they are too afraid to take from the supplies of the blood bank because it might be noticeable. There's and like so that's when there's they like tell two him. little bags left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> might be noticeable if we slip on one of them. Um, so they, that's when they tell him that they ate a deer and Jonathan is very offended by this and they say, listen, you little shit. <laughs> it was roadkill. We just put it out of its misery. That's how we find our Oh, food. so it wasn't even dead. Yeah. Now they're doing, but, now they're acting like they're doing altruistic kills. They, they, they well, euthanized a deer and then they sucked its blood. I mean, why not? This kid, we all do this that. kid is fine with, he's keeps putting his parents' life in jeopardy. He doesn't yes, care if they die. Yeah, kid. he's a bad kid. Like, does he not love his parents at all? Anyway. Well, maybe whatever. maybe we find out he does. So they tell him that they are waiting and counting on the blood drive on November 3rd, so that is three days after Halloween, three days after the party, um, to be able to basically get themselves back up to healthy levels. You know, honestly, they should have started the blood drive earlier since all their blood is gone. Like the city. Yeah. I mean, you think, but I don't know how big this place is. Like they probably thought that they were stocked for a long time and didn't expect a 
family of very thirsty vampires to move in and just treat those bags like Capri oh. Suns and <laughs> guzzle them, you know? Uh, like treat those bags like like Franzia. Yeah. So Jonathan is actually very worried about I thought how that was funny. It's it's funny. Sorry. It comes in a bag. It, it does. <laughs> it's in a bag in a box. You're right. Yes. I wanted a, a pool other than Capri Sun. Continue. <laughs> so Jonathan is concerned that his parents will be very hungry by the time of the party and might even attack his friends. So after the fundraiser. He asks Mr. Saginaw for all those monster books and he researches vampires and he reads a chapter on how to ward off vampires and learns there are two ways, garlic and silver crosses. And so he silver crosses. prepares for in case his mom and dad are hungry and might attack him or his friends. He doesn't learn about wooden steak through the heart. You know what I would do if I was his parents? I mm-hmm. would get a fake monster book with ways that are not the real ways to kill vampires. <laughs> Throw blood in their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> give give them too much blood. <laughs> so on the day of party, sorry, on the day of the party, Jonathan dresses up as a vampire. So he blends in with his parents <laughs> And he puts that sign on the cellar door that says, do not enter, like he promised. And around six o'clock... Do not enter. Fun lies behind this door. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, around six o'clock, guests start showing up, and Jonathan pulls his parents aside, and the parents tell him that the blood bank is completely dried up, but they tell him they will be on their best behavior at the party, Dracula's honor. Oh, that's their Jesus. Yeah. I mean, basically, they just swore on Jesus. Mm-hmm. So the party is starting. Even, even better because Dracula's real in this world. It's right. true, right? So party starting. It's a big banger. Toe banger. It's a banger. It's banging. It's a good party. Is Toby it? shows up dressed. They're bobbing uh, for uh, apples. I, mean, I don't think it's a good party. <laughs> for 11-year-olds, it's great. So Did, Toby I was just thinking up. about how disgusting... Why? Bobbing for apples is? Why? What, what parents were allowing this? Never again. I did it at a zillion Mormon party. I did it at, at uh, vacation Bible school. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, I'm just saying. I did it. You've never bobbed for apples? No, and now that I know it's a it's a germ the disease factory, I'm, I never will. D- Basically. Just- I wonder if some of the like anti... like. Uh, the I was gonna say anti COVID. Well, you, you, the people, the the, the pro COVID, the pro COVID people. Do you think uh, that they're parties that they're having Halloween parties and they're purposely bobbing for apples because they know that this Fauci would hate it. He would. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 all giving out uh, like old fashioned homemade caramel apples this year, <laughs> just just to say fuck Fauci. Yeah, yeah. Like, we did poison our candy, but your your immune system should be tough enough to handle it. Look, I'm toughening up everyone in the neighborhood this way. Yeah. Right. So Toby shows up to the party. She is dressed as an Indian brave. Oh. Very. Uh, not sensitive. Not okay. Canceled. Yeah. The, the most problematic thing is not these uh, parents who are maybe nope. going to eat a kid. It's, it's, it's. We're worrying about the wrong, the wrong uh, thing at this party. But you know what? Toby is also an Oxcord kid because she brings her tape deck oh, and supplies no. the music for the party. So brought a Halloween Toby's mix. One of those. I hope it was good. I hope it had the Monster Mash. I hope it had uh, 
Kim Petras's okay. great album, Turn Off the Lights. I hope it has um, uh, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, which is a very good one. Werewolves of London. I hope. Well, <laughs> Danzig Misfits. I hope it had Michael Graves Misfits. I hope it had right. the Misfits after Michael Graves quit the band mid-concert. I hope wow. it had. I hope it had some cramps. Plenty of Sam Hain. Well, unfortunately, what it was was just my Halloween mix, which I'm now going to read to you. It's only f- okay. it's only four songs. Okay. Oh. Uh, song one is A Witch's Invitation from Carmen's Best of Collection, Volume 1. That was cool. my Halloween cool. mix okay. last year. Uh, track two is Car Fuck from the Titan original motion picture soundtrack. Okay, okay. Track three is Reliant K's Marilyn Manson Ate My Girlfriend. <laughs> Classic. And uh, track four, A Witch's Invitation from Carmen, Revival in the Land. Just book bookending the mix with that. So that's... Is there... Hell yeah. Is this a live version of it? Nope. It's just... Uh, just has a different cover because it was on his greatest hits and... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So you just play you play this uh, twelve minute song twice. Okay. Yes, okay. that's why uh, no one is giving me the ox chord. Yeah. <laughs> so Toby notices the sign right away and asks, "Hey, what's this?" And John says, "Oh, a dog is down there. You can't bother it." And Toby's like, "Okay." Um, so they play Bob for apples. His parents are there. There's a lot of exposed necks as these kids are bobbing, and John is very worried. Because his mother is also and father, they are staring intently at children as they bob with their exposed. These necks, necks. are looking so good. Yeah, and at one point, his mom, I believe, like leans forward and he's thinking, "Oh God, please don't attack my friends!" and almost screams, but his mom just tucks in and exposes like clothing tag <laughs> into like the neck. That's kind of funny. That's yeah. the first funny thing in the book. Yeah, it probably is. Um, so because he is so freaked out by this whole bobbing for apples thing, he convinces his parents to go rest until the party is over and the kids play hide and seek until he realizes it's 845 and everyone needs to start leaving. One, Um, one thing, uh, I think it was before when they're talking about the party, uh, Mr. Saginaw said, if they're hungry, I can shut them in their coffins. I've done it before. And the dad, (laughs) and the dad said, it really does help. <laughs> so, oh I mean, I God. don't know how they then ever come out. Do you know what I mean? Like, if the thing that they have to be kept away from is they're so hungry they're going to eat someone, they're just going to get more hungry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is Saginaw going and getting him them blood? Probably. It doesn't. It doesn't have to make sense. Okay. I guess maybe if they're in a restful state, it helps because at least they're not moving and exerting themselves, and they're not exposed to like the children who are there with their beautiful. Yeah, in fresh in this context, it makes sense. Yeah, to be tempted. He should have. Right? He should have been like, "It's a turtleneck party. Everyone cover your necks." <laughs> That's the theme. Everyone come dress like you're on sprockets from SNL circa 1980. <laughs> Eight, nine, I don't know when that was on. Anyway, um, so Toby is missing as he's trying to gather up all the kids and he goes down to the cellar and that's when he sees Toby there. Toby wanted to see the dog but can't seem to find the dog. However, as he is trying to convince Toby to come up, the coffin lid starts to creak up and his mom starts to move towards Toby. And Jonathan has a cross on and he uses that to stun his mom who lays back down and Toby is freaking out, realizes there is no dog, and Jonathan tells Toby 
um, that his parents are practicing with their props, the coffins, for their party later that night. So he has convinced this girl that his parents are going to take these gigantic coffins with them as props when they go to their party later on that night. It is the one night of the year that you can kind of pull this off. I guess. I guess that's correct, right? And so everyone leaves and his parents go off hunting and Jonathan, knowing how hungry his parents are, sleeps with his cross and garlic just in case his parents can't find anything to eat, including any voles. The blood drive finally happens and his parents start to look healthier, but they, at like a couple weeks later, start to become concerned about the quantity of blood and about their future food source. How much fucking blood? That's what I'm saying. That's the thing. The- this is getting ridiculous. The they have a problem. Like they're not. This is not normal amount of of. I don't think it's normal amount yeah. either. I mean, it, no, it's not. So his parents tell Jonathan that they want to move immediately, and Jonathan throws a fit because this is now his home, right? He says that he doesn't want to move. He has friends here. He goes to school here. I'm friends with the most He's annoying like... kid that I've ever met. <laughs> I'm friends with Amanda. She's amazing. <laughs> She's she best. always tells me what to do. <laughs> I don't have to yeah. think for myself. Exactly. She, she's the guest. But he loves playing outdoors and learning about sports and eating in cafeterias and even learning how to raise his hand and having Halloween parties. And he loves all his friends and his teachers. And they can't make him leave just because of their stupid old blood bank. And he says, that's your problem, not mine. And he runs into his room and slams his door. And he's never done that before. So we are getting a preview of... Jonathan's angsty teen years. Shitty teen. These vampires are not going to not have this held over their heads when he's 13. Like, they're going to have a family dynamic where he's threatened to expose them, and they're like, okay, we'll just eat you. Exactly. Yeah, we'll just That's kill, all they kill have to you do. Dead. One night he falls asleep, and he does not remember his garlic, and he doesn't remember his cross, and they just eat him. Yeah. Like, sorry, kid. Or turn him. I would... Turning. One or the other. Yeah, I. He, he'll be and shitty. guess what? Now you're stuck as a 13 year old. For right, that's <laughs> you don't want he that. Thought puberty was bad. I think they're trying to spare him that because they read Interview with the Vampire and they know that that turned not did not turn out good for Claudia. Right? Yeah. Wasn't that her name in the book? She was the best character. Wait, I, was I, it also a Claudia? Maybe I can't. remember. Or am I confusing it with BSC? Uh, I'm just gonna look up Kristen Dunst, vampire. I feel like her name was Claudia, too, and now can, I'm like, they wait, bo- they can maybe I'm confusing Claudia. it. Well, they can, but I just don't know if I'm confusing it with another. No, M- she's, you're right, character. Claudia. Okay. Okay, cool. Nice. So um, Jonathan's father, Pa Dracula, comes in and talks to Jonathan and tells him that they have decided to stay because they just assumed that he would be happy at any school. But eventually that blood bank goes dry again. And his parents are very lucky if they can even find a vole. At some point, they become so weak that they can barely speak. I imagine them looking like um, at the end of Beetlejuice, right? When uh, when he's shriveled. Yeah, when like the uh, Gina Davis is shriveled. And oh, so is yeah, Alec they, Baldwin, they right? So, when they look like they're just like... So sad. Yeah. 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 So that's what I imagine they look like. And after a lot of soul searching, Jonathan decides to tell his parents that he thinks they should move. So the book ends with the family moving. Um, Toby, before he leaves, helps Jonathan pick out some cool clothes. So that way at his next school, he won't show up with a fucking bow tie on because he's not Tucker (laughs) 
fucking Carlson. <laughs> um, Remember those those days? <laughs> he is moving to New Jersey. Hopefully there's a lot of blood there. Um, he plans to write a letter every day to all of his friends until he makes new friends. Until he and... makes new friends. Then I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah, then I'm done with this shit. Dear friend, um... do you have Desert Storm cards? That's <laughs> 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 a great callback to... I forgot when we talked about that. Uh, the one with Tom was on. Yeah. It, it was the yeah, BSC yeah. super special about okay. camp. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so as they are leaving his mom, they, they spy like a dead vole on the side of the road and Jonathan's like, stop the car. And he goes to retrieve it. And it ends with him saying, when you're the son of vampires, you have to get used to these things, like getting voles for your parents to feast upon. Well, it's a living. And then he, <laughs> on your he ride sucks home. the vole's blood. So when in Rome. That guys is ma and pa Dracula. and then he winks at the camera and it freeze frames and then they roll the credits i feel like it's one of those things where the circle comes in on him to his face and then it comes all the way into black uh i kind of wish and then there's a rap song over the credits that's <laughs> called mon pa dracula by uh it's a, by like cool the fat J. boys or someone the fat boys yeah so i think that this book might have been better if it had been written around the cover that John saw with the <laughs> weeping child oh. with his parents with their backs to him um, instead of w- the cover that Josh and I had that the book was based so around. Was that one feels dark. like there's real yeah. danger, the, the cover, yes. where there never yeah. felt like there was any danger in this book. Yes. I will. I will make sure I put up that cover because it is bonkers to see that cover and i'm sorry that that is what john yeah. based his whole decision on uh was the ebook uh cover of ma and pa dracula so well do you want me to give you the goodreads rating yes please all right so on goodreads out of 237 ratings it has a 3.78 i actually gave it a three-star review but I don't think I actually wrote like a review. I just gave it three stars. Seems generous. It wasn't offensive. And it wasn't like uh, the worst. I disagree. The Indian costume. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That. But it wasn't. Other than that, I guess offensive. Maybe I should rewrite it. But I just. <laughs> I guess it's just kind of like, eh. Like it wasn't a bad book. It wasn't a good book. I guess. Should, but I can't do a half star. It'd probably be a 2.5. Um, and Toby so. went on to become a. Math teacher. Is, is that what you think happened? Uh, okay, based on the news story with the math teacher and the headdress. Oh. Or, yeah, oh, we're going to yeah. have I to cut this. Uh, my joke didn't Hello. land. <laughs> no, I, I forgot what that. Earlier and I don't know why I forgot about it already. Yeah. 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 I missed I know we've TikTok. got teachers getting lap dances and college <laughs> oh, students yeah. dressed like Hooters waitresses. Are we still playing the slap your teacher challenge? Is that still in the Fox News cycle? <laughs> um, we got the update like a month ago of all the different challenges at school that's going to happen. Mm. And oh. uh, I think October was uh, slap your teacher's butt challenge. Oh, oh God. I, and that's I, I, I like that they're just doing, yeah, <laughs> like sex crimes. And that's crime not even the worst. Yeah. Like, the most dangerous one, I think, was uh, kiss your friend's girlfriend challenge. 
Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> that, that's going to get some, someone murdered. Yeah. <laughs> the, some of these might be false flags, to be fair. They all are. I mean, the yeah. ones that are laid out in advance, it's just, yeah, you, you yeah, know, like, advance. it's just someone. And the rest of it is mostly just clout chasing. Okay. Jessica, what did you say the average score was? It was like a three point something. Hold on. Three point seven eight or something. Let me pull that back up for you. The average score on Goodreads is three point seven eight. Okay, so it's higher than everything by Fitzgerald except for Gatsby and Tinder is the night. Wow. Wow. Anna Martin, true commentary there about the way we live now in Mon Pa Dracula. So uh, All right, everyone else's. Uh, what did everyone else give it? I want to hear everyone's Goodreads. I'm going to give it 2.5 hooves. I gave it three on Goodreads, but I'll give okay. it 2.5 hooves. I'll give it 2.5 fangs. <laughs> Good. All right. Good. Uh-huh. There. You know, I'm just going to go with a two <laughs> because. Yeah. Uh, I mean it. It it didn't take me long to read, so I was appreciative of that. Yeah. <laughs> it took me about as long to read as the movies we've been watching, but I enjoyed it less. Oh, yeah. So I would have rather have been watching um what Urban Legends Five or whatever. Final destination. Yeah, we're still gonna do that for a bonus up, I think. And follow it with Halloween. So Oh yeah. Even though we'll we'll record that post Halloween because we're just a little bit off right oh, now. Yeah. Whatever. We I just wa- got a little off schedule. I Whatevs. wanted to do that. But yeah, we'll still But we'll do still it. do it. We'll still do it. Oh. Um yeah, so I guess we all just thought it was eh. I mean It's a very ad book. <laughs> can you I'll imagine what if the memory hole? <laughs> if can you imagine <laughs> this being like someone's favorite book? I I feel like were a lot of the reviews for it nostalgia? Did people read it as kids? I mean, it's got to be. I can't imagine it. I'll scroll I mean, the, the fact that it's Anna and Martin probably makes people like a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Some people thought it was whimsical and thoughtful. I think that kid was not very thoughtful of his parents. The first review is in Spanish, so maybe they read the the Spanish version. Maybe it was much better. <laughs> maybe the translator maybe. added a lot. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's got to be. I like, I like this... Uh, one star. The premise and plot are sort of cute, but reading this as an adult made me uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Oh wow. Okay, wait. I'm gonna read this. The entire introduction okay. of Toby is highly gendered. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong, but no. it, this is a stupid book. Um, Jonathan doesn't use any pronouns for her, and yet defensively tells him that she she's actually a girl. Uh, but then proceeds to do the whole "girls are dumb and boring, boys are better" thing. She does. I the mean, author shows us that Jonathan thinks she is cool because all the boys like her and she doesn't act like a girl. Yeah, she's she's the cool girl from Gone Girl. <laughs> she's <the> cool girl. <laughs> yeah, she's Gone Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Toby is an awful friend for Jonathan. She's amazing Amy. Yep. <laughs> when when yeah. in Jonathan's home, she does not respect personal boundaries and feels entitled to disregard the rules. She, this she, this person hates Toby. This person yes. just reviewing Toby as a person. <laughs> It is. Which I agree. I agree. Toby sucks as a person, but you know who else sucks as a person? Jonathan. Primav. Primave. Primave. Johnny Vamps. Jonathan Vampire. (laughs) Look, they're Italian. I wonder if this was a big hit because in in, uh, Spanish, because 15 of the reviews are in English and 13 are in Spanish. (laughs) 
Maybe. Maybe it's the same um, kids who discovered Morrissey. <laughs> like this was their 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 beginning goth book was this book by or beginning dark book I guess was this book I don't know so all right John do you have any final thoughts any anything you want to say before we we close out anything you want to plug also you got any projects you got any cool shit going on do you want to plug the debate team yeah how's your debate team we don't have a debate team oh okay <laughs> Why? Why'd you ask? I already forgot what team it was. <laughs> Joshua brought it up. Listen, I took over Anime Club, and I want—I I just want it to go away. So <laughs> I plug that. Are you letting those kids watch? Um, no. Uh, okay, I was going to say Ghost in the Shell. I don't know what. Do you make sure they're not watching any of the ones with the ridiculous boob ones? <laughs> they're, they're can all they watch like ones. the the weird horror sci-fi ones like akira but the the booby ones it's like no like i don't know the rules on listen the <laughs> let let's just skip this entire part no i have a <laughs> plug i've got nothing going on uh-huh well sorry fair guys. enough cool what are, <laughs> what are what are we doing what bonus are we doing next? Um, I think we'll still just do Final Destination followed by Halloween. Halloween because we don't want to have nightmares. We need the palate mm-hmm. cleanser before we, we go to bed. Uh huh. Um, yes. And then our next book, if we can uh, get all of our schedules aligned, it's much like the stars. It's very fickle and hard. But hopefully we'll be doing My Teacher is an Alien hmm. with our friend Andy. Should I just say Andy Dietz? Andrew Dietz? Dietz? Yeah, yeah. I thought you forgot his I name feel like for a there's second. There's so many different just names. Dietz. I'm just, just like, Dietz. should I just call him? Call, call, should I call him? Dietz? Our friend Andrew is coming mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. With, with God willing. So, anyway, next book, Teachers and Alien, hopefully with our friend Dietz. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. And our next bonus up will be Final Destination, followed by a very special conversation about Halloween. Right, we, ha- we got that. So, thanks everyone. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Are You There Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Jimmy Goosebumps. And until next time, see you later, horse girls. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.